We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 134 of Married Millennials. Happy Halloween week. I have not picked out my costume because I don't think I'm doing anything for Halloween. I was going to say, are you going to wear it? And costume? we get no kids that come to our door to trick or treat. So because of that, I will probably be kicking it at the crib on Halloween. But happy Halloween to everybody who's turning up, though. You still, like, I mean, listen, you could do a costume for next to nothing. I mean, you really could go through your stuff. You could be a person from the 90s. I feel like that's your go-to anyway. It's always my go-to. Yeah, but, like, why Throw not? Don't want to go chain a hat and call it a day. Yeah, like, why not just dress up because you can? I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to do a drastic makeup look. Okay. I, I think that's kind of going to be my vibe. Like, okay, like, okay, I did this makeup look, and that's about all that's going to be happening and because uh, we we're going on our vacation, so but yeah. I've I've always had this thing with Halloween is like we go and spend all these money on costumes, and then you don't you just spend like a hundred something bucks on costumes, and you can't wear them again. That's why I'm a fan of costumes where you piece different articles yeah. of clothing together because I don't mind going to a Halloween store and buying things that I can then reuse in different ways, but right. I just go buy a costume. Like say I'm going to be Superman. Mm-hmm. It's like then you go buy a $90 Superman costume, but you can only be Superman. It's like I'd like to spend $90 on different items yeah. that I can then piece together I've and come up with a vision. I've always been a fan of DIY costumes yes. for that reason. I, I, I really can't even... Oh, the one time where I had a costume, well, besides when I was like a kid, a kid was when I was Wonder Woman. Remember when you did What's Under the Kilt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I need to post that as a throwback. It is such an inappropriate costume. Yeah, and it's like a terrible photo in general. We we just look haggard that night. But the other thing is, and I have like a boot on because I had a stress fracture. So it's just like it's not cute. Si- Maybe we'll post it just so you can sidebar. see how cute it is. Joy's commentary is always, "I look haggard. I look horrible. We can't post these pictures." If I didn't have so many criteria that came to posting pictures, we might have more pictures to post. But Joy comes with a hard veto all the time. I'm, I feel like all my other women out there will understand. understand. Yeah, like it's like that whole thing where you take a million selfies to get the best the one. one. Yeah, yeah. And you look the same in every photo, but your hair doesn't change. Like, you know, your face is always the same. You don't do makeup or no makeup. Like, you know, it's just... That is true. I have less variables. Yes. So you Very just true. almost always look good. So I just master the smile. <laughs> yeah. And for me, I'm like, ah. <laughs> Consi- I'm just consistent. I'm consistent in all areas. You're... Okay. Oh, all right, I love fine. it. I wanted to say, if you're in the mood for a Halloween treat, you should watch Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I watched it on last Friday when it when it dropped. I binge watched the entire thing, stayed up way too late, uh, <laughs> but I'm really happy I did. I just I liked it. They did a good job. For those of you who watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch, it's not as bubblegum as of that. It's is this, like is it's, it the original cast? No, oh, okay. no, no, no. It's like an all new cast. It's a it's not even a remake. It's just it's a Sabrina show. Okay, but it's it's based off of the dark comic, uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And again, it is like it's 
it's dark and twisty, but it was just perfect for Halloween. And it's not too scary. Because I, I have a problem where I don't want to be too scared, but I like the dark stuff around this time. Um, and it's really hard to find something that's like spooky, but not scary. So I feel that. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I'm forever watching Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Hocus Pocus isn't even, it's not even scary, but it just gets me in the mood. It's like, set in Salem and all the leaves and stuff. So it's just like ultra fall. And then there's like the witches and it's only for one night and everyone's pretty much safe in the end. Sorry if you've... Uh, Never seen it. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, well, someone does die, but anyway. I mean, I think it's okay for you to spoil alert a movie that's 30 years old. <laughs> Is it 30? Ni- no, it's 20 something. I think it's 1993. Okay, so 25 years old, yeah. 26 years old. It, it's no longer a spoiler when it's been out for decades. Right. You've just not seen the film. Right. And you, you get what you get. So uh, I, you're, you're fine on that one. But anyway, watch Chilling Adventures uh, Sabrina. Watch Hocus Pocus. Live your best Halloween life. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. And do a DIY costume. DIY costume. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to, to seeing all the Halloween costumes on the internet. There's been a few that have surfaced from this past weekend of people who've gone to Halloween parties. Oh, yeah. But I love when... BuzzFeed or the other articles that just recap Halloween costumes because the creativity that some of you guys have with costumes is unmatched. I really like, I I just, I forget that everyone's out there living their life now that I'm not really on social media. Oh, that's right. I have no clue, like none. How disconnected do you feel, but how happy are you at the same time? Probably it's exactly what you think it is. That's the best way to explain it. Like I'm not feeling any FOMO. So I I expected to feel a little bit more FOMO. Like, oh, like I'm going to be missing out on all that. But I just, I I don't feel disconnected. I just feel like not plugged into that particular machine that I wasn't really wanting to be plugged into anymore. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's healthier. How long has it been? Like over two months. Jeez. I did log in to Facebook to watch uh, the Will and Jada Red Table Talk. Can we talk about that, please? We absolutely can. Like we we absolutely can. That was that was phenomenal. You know, I've always admired them as a couple because I could tell that they've put work in. You know, I could you could just see it. You can see, okay, you have worked on this, and um, but I was surprised to learn that. They didn't get dialed until Jada was forty. Basically, it's kind of what I was gathering. Yes, that's essentially what I was now, gathering. Like 47, too. 48, maybe. They they were working for years. What you they portrayed a level of happiness that was not really there. Right. And uh, it if you have not seen it, first of all, you need to go watch it immediately mm-hmm. because it the thing I love about this special is, and this is something that we try to do on our platform. And if we don't do a good enough job, like let us know because we want to do it. Is I, I think oftentimes when we talk about portrayals or depiction of marriage and love, it's always painted in this beautiful, easy, lovey-dovey way. And of course, Joy and I share our ups and our highs and our wins, and we it's are painted in, in are, both extremes. Yes, like we it's are, either really awful or it's it's correct. really great. But yeah. just like when you see like, oh, like how do we make this work? And it's always like these. These ah feel good stories, but where you really learn from in marriage and relationships and, and anything where you learn is through the trial, through the difficulties, through the hard times. And what they did in that twenty eight minute, twenty nine minute special, and there's a part two that comes out tonight. 
I believe. It's today, yeah. Is it today? Yes. And but they just talked about in that in that special just all the little like just they kept it real. It was no fluff. It was no like, oh, we're Will and Jada, you guys loved us. Like they just dove in immediately into things that you had yeah. no clue about. And it was for me a breath of fresh air to hear from a celebrity couple, people who have painted as the perfect couple, being able to talk about real issues. And I just don't think that is spotlighted enough in in our world and when I say in our entertainment world when it comes mm-hmm. to relationships and marriage. And I know we, Joy and I are pretty up most of the time because we work constantly to stay up. But when we do have disagreements or we have arguments or issues, we try our best to bring them to the show and talk about it candidly on this platform. So if any of you guys are dealing with similar issues, you are not alone. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I respected is a couple who's been painted as perfect. And we often get that same comparison. All the time. Oh, you guys are like Will and Jada. You guys are yeah. so perfect. But you just see that facade that was up for years mm-hmm. was the furthest thing from perfect. Right. We but, haven't bothered with a facade, though. No. We, no, we, yeah. we haven't been bothered with a facade. But to me, that was just the most enjoyable part is to be able to see real love and real marriage and let you guys know like it's nonstop constant work yeah i think i just enjoyed learning about their story like even the fact that and this is a spoiler so if you haven't seen it i mean i guess fast forward but she (laughs) uh like her never really wanting marriage like Mm -hmm. that is not something i would have expected to hear from jada pinkett smith who's been in this 20 year marriage with will and will is a lot like you yes he is in that he's like we're married, we're married forever. Like we are in this, like divorce is not an option. Like that is, like that is how you are. It is. And um, I mean, I ultimately feel that way too. And I did want to get married. So it's, I, I, I don't feel the same way or even the way that they were talking about the, how they argue or how they discuss things. It, it has been how we've always done things. Yes. And we've always said the reason why it can't escalate is because there's no, like, th- there would be no coming back from it. Because Justin and I cannot play uh, what I like to call big dick. Like, my dick's bigger. No, my <laughs> dick's bigger. Like, we really. Nah, that's not a, that's not a good game for us. We can't play the dick. Because, you know, I feel like both our dicks are bigger <laughs> in, in different areas, right? Yes. So it would just be a total loss. And we just don't need to play the game. So so for us, when we do have a disagreement, there is no yelling or screaming or even belittling. There is just like, okay, we're going to bring it down. We almost are low energy when we're yeah, talking. Yeah, very we, true. And we, we have to be kind of matter of fact, but not in a disrespectful way. And it's a very much how I'm talking now. Like, hey, so when you said this, it was a problem for me because blah, blah. Like, that's how we have to talk. Uh, and there can't be, this is why, I don't even like when Justin makes faces. And part of me understands that that's just how Justin was raised. Well, it's not how he was raised, but he was raised getting away with it. My my mother-in-law knows (laughs) I I got beef about that. Uh, But he just, he automatically makes faces because he wears his heart on his sleeve. So that is a way in which I have relinquish some not not control but just like okay you can't be bothered by this or as bothered by this because this is genuinely who he is he's not trying to be disrespectful but sometimes i do want to snatch him so he will be he'll be talking calm but making faces facts <laughs> and i'm just like Ugh. um but but surprisingly enough i am good at poker continue <laughs> are you really yeah my poker phase is not very good but i'm good at poker <laughs> right so i just I don't know. I, I I just appreciated them saying what they said about the work they put in the relationship. And it's nice to know that we've been doing similar work within ours. I, I just, 
That's positive reinforcement for me. Oh, that's, that's how I feel. Well, one hundred percent. Not to make this about us, but no, one hundred percent. But you can't help but look at your relationship and say, okay, like, what are na- nuggets that I can take, and what are nuggets that I'm already using? And that's what I I did the same thing. I was just comparing and contrasting right. the whole time because any time that you can learn from couples who've been doing it longer, yeah, you you have to. You take it. You mm-hmm. take those pieces. And, and I said it was a, a very, very good special. I'm excited to see part two because I feel like part two is the juice Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're about to yeah. go in. I feel like the tea is really, like the piping hot tea is coming. Yeah. You just but heard like a baby simmer. I don't know like how going to go because Willow's there. Uh, they seem like a very open family though. They are. And keep in mind that this is on camera. So even if Willow wasn't there, she's still going to hear it. So right. I, I don't think that's going to prevent them from being right. honest. Well, and I will say, because uh, this actually Will Smith, so they have like, a, it's like a circle of honesty or whatever. And basically, it, whatever is said in that circle of truth, it cannot be held against the child. So the child can come in and say, okay, listen, we're going to do circle of truth. And it's a way for their kids to open up to their parents, but they will not be punished for it. Like, just, there's no punishment. Wow. So they do Circle of Truth. Was that discussed in another episode? He, I think he did an interview about it, but he said he's found out some things about his daughter that he's had to just be like, okay. Like, <laughs> just like, you know, when it came to boys and stuff, like, oh, I think this is really more suited for mommy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's real but, though. But I just, I appreciate that approach to parenting. And, and we don't have kids yet, but I do... I, I am the camp of treating kids as people and not as kids. Like, yes, they need to be guided. They need to be taught. But I don't think you need to treat them like they're less than until they're adult. And then that's when you treat them like, you know, I, I appreciate the approach of like, you are a person, you're, you are valid. And let's, let's talk about this. I, I'm, I am still the parent at the end of the day. So I am going to offer you guidance, but let's. Let me treat you as more of an equal. I like that. For sure. And I think that's why their kids are as successful as they are, whether you agree or disagree with their parenting style. Yeah. We can all agree that Willow and Jaden both have made very well for themselves. They're both entrepreneurs. They've both done better than we've done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 100%. And and, at most people their age. Yeah. Like, let's be, and now, I'm, obviously, they've had a tremendous leg up being the yeah. the, the sons and daughter of a successful... But they didn't have to listen. Correct. Yeah. They didn't. Of a successful couple. But it's like they've been able to explore their identity. They've been able to find their own voice. Mm-hmm. They've been able to express themselves the way they've wanted to express themselves. And they've been willing... They've been able to fail and learn yeah. and have their parents... And again, I, I completely understand that having Will and Jada as your parents give you a significant advantage. Yeah. I'm not naive but to that point. But by the way, they understand that too. For sure. They really do. So that's just like, yeah, I just think it's the ideal situation for that situation. Like the kids having an understanding of how, how lucky they are, but also grinding and working hard on their own, like starting their own companies. Yes, you have help. But again, tremendous you could, help. You could just be living off your parents' money. Be like, "Well, I'm just rich, and so I'm rich, bitch." Like, you know, they're not they're not doing that. So I don't know. I, I think they're impressive. But yeah, as, definitely as a family, definitely an adult family, but an even a, a very dope show red table talk yeah. part one has already come out part two mm-hmm. comes out tonight which means when this episode is released it will already be out yeah. so make sure you guys definitely Tune go and that. check see that i can't out even give you a spoiler for that no you can't because it, it's but just you should really watch all the red table talks they're all good a good conversation yeah. and i've heard that i need to go back in and watch all of them because it's my like that's my jam and if you guys know both of us joy and i love conversations and where we excel as we can pull information out of people 
if you're a stranger, if you're a friend, when you sit down with us, regardless how open you planned on not being, we're going to pull it out of you. We're going to make you comfortable. We're going to challenge your challenge you, you to think. You're making it sound like a trick. It's not a trick. It's no, we it's, genuinely it's not a, want to get in there and want to sure. help. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's a trick. I'm just saying when you come and sit down with us, who, regardless of who you are, is that we're going to ask questions because Joy and I both believe that the surface level stuff doesn't solve anything. Like You have surface level conversations with your, with your colleagues in passing, yeah. and even that gets annoying after a year. It's just like you just, <laughs> want, you just want to know more. It's like we're going to keep saying, like, oh, everything's good. I have no interest in having having surface level conversations with literally anybody. Like, I really don't. But it doesn't And I don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody's like, oh, I love surface level conversations. I think some people can tolerate it better than than others. But I, when I say I have no interest, I have no interest. I think that's why events and stuff are hard for me because I'd rather you just come sit on my couch and let's chop. That's real. Oh, that is so real. And I actually had an experience similar to to that, you know, speaking about in-depth conversations is for the past week, I was in Atlanta on set for the TV show I'm working on, Boomerang on BET, which premieres next year. I'm giving you guys all early reminders that you need to tune in and support because your boy was a part of the process. <laughs> so support, support, support. But it was my first time going on set. And I told Joy when I got back, it was an amazing, life-changing experience. There's something so cool and mentally expanding and and being a part of something that you're creating on a grand scale. And it's just like to know that this show is going to be broadcast on a major network where millions of people can watch. And you'll hear the good, the bad, the in-between. But like to me, that's like playing in front of 20,000 screaming fans and shooting the last shot. Like, that's genuinely how I felt. And I have a very minimal role on the show, but I still had an opportunity to experience what the the big dogs get to experience. And just getting getting a glimpse of of that, you know, just really opened my mind to a a place where I was like, man, this is the type of level that I want to create on, where it's massive. And it goes back to what I've always said, like, I want to speak in front of a million people. Like, that is a dream of mine that has not changed. And it's a mega, it's a mega dream. But it's like getting, you know, sitting on set for a week, I gave me a glimpse into that mega dream. And I was just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And aside from just being on set, what was cool is, you know, I stayed in an Airbnb with three other people, and there were two nights where we stayed up until four, five o'clock in the morning just talking. And it took me back to my college days Mm -hmm. to where you can sit around with your friends, you just stay up, and you talk about everything that's going on in your life, new things, thoughts and ideas, current events, feelings, like you you just talk. And it was it, it just took me back to that space. And I said, I just feel like as adults, you don't necessarily get that same no. opportunity to just gather with friends and just talk and let your voice be heard and can just express what you want to express in a judgment-free zone. You don't have to worry about anything. And I have not been up past 5 o'clock multiple nights, and I don't think ever. Yeah. So the fact that I was able to do this, I'm still not functioning. Yeah, functioning. how did you not knock out? Because you knock out all yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm still not functioning on, on a proper See, sleep that schedule. that me to believe you do have a little bit of a choice in the matter. If you can fight sleep and stay up till 5 a.m., 
Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, because you don't do that normally. But keep in mind, I was getting off a set at like 2 o'clock in the morning. So then by the time you come home, then you, you get something to eat, and then you sit down, like your body's on a different, a different schedule. It's like getting off of work. You don't fall asleep. Like you don't get home from work, and then you immediately go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So because our days were so shifted that it, it just contributed a little bit differently. I mean, I'm happy that you were away, but also I will say that when you were, because you all know that I love my alone time. I don't love alone time as much when you still have to go on with like normal life. So if it's alone time on a weekend, cool. I can deal with that. Like I'm just on my own time schedule. Everything's great. But alone time, like when it's game time, when you have to, you know, take care of all the weekly responsibilities and you still got to go to work and come home, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, that's, it's not as fun. Like, I, I, I depend on you to be there at nighttime so we could cuddle. Like, I didn't have that. Even though I did really enjoy sleeping in the middle of our king bed. That I don't, I'm not complaining about that. But yeah, it was, it was, um, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. I mean, I did like it a little bit because even when you came back this morning, I, I'll just say what I said. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I, I said, oh, I didn't, I didn't miss that, like, you worthless piece of shit feeling. <laughs> Because Justin does, he has this way of, and and to be fair, we just had this whole conversation yesterday about setting up our show, right? Because we, we set up the show, and I said, we have to do it on Sunday night, because I Monday morning is not an option for me. And he's like, I set it up faster on Monday by myself anyway. And I'm like, okay. but you do, And he's like, you don't need to worry about it. And I said, but, you know, I, I want to help, and that... What, where do we go from there? I can't even remember where we went. It, it just turned into this whole thing where it wasn't even a whole thing. It was a little thing. But basically, he was like, I'm a more efficient on my own. Don't worry. Don't get in the way. Like, you know, child. That's how I felt. <laughs> okay? And, oh, I remember now. It, it was that I don't get up. And, and I, for a long time, I did not get up in time to even help. But then I've made a better effort to get up and help. Then I did, I kind of didn't get up maybe a few weeks ago, and that was the time he was holding on to, but I know that I've been getting up other than that. So then today, he, he walked the dogs, he came back, and I was still knocked out. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> so I was asleep before he, you know, like he said I would be, and it, I was mad. And then he, it was like, you know, rippling off those, you know, okay, like you're just shitty. That's how, that's how I felt. Joy, I think I was misinterpreting. Joy <laughs> is creating these feelings by herself. I will not say it is a completely irresponsible or, or not based in any truth. I'm not going to sit here and say Justin, that. I, I'll ask but, you to offer me an alternative and you couldn't for 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying is like, because it resonated with you. Like you knew that that is how you feel, but it's just nicer language. It is. <laughs> like that's how you feel, but with nicer language. It, it, it's not how I feel. As I told Joy, I, I recognize and understand who Joy is. I understand that's that she just does. another way of no. saying like, I'm okay with you being worthless piece of shit. Like, I'm not I, saying you're sorry, a worthless. Sack, sack, no, sack I'm not shit. saying you're worthless. You're a sack. I know that I'm more efficient. I'm more efficient than you are. And my work ethic, my work ethic is better than yours. I know that for sure. And so anything that you do in comparison to those two things is not going to, it, it's not going to reach my level. And you have said that. And I'm not right. saying this uh-huh. in a disrespectful way. 
I work harder, more efficiently, and different than you. It's truth. You have not run away from it. So in this past week, as I was telling Joy, she was able to just experience her day and her week without being around someone who moves at a completely higher level in a different pace. Again, I'm not saying... Different level. At a different level. Okay, I apologize. Because there's things that you do better than me, and I'm not going to sit here and say that that you don't. I was over here making my golden milk, like, chill it. So this is what I'm saying. I I had a different... Joy was able to just move at her own pace. peace. And no one was affected by it. Yeah. So when you get to just wake up and do what you want and no one is affected, it doesn't matter what right. you do because there's not an opinion this that morning, someone else has to, to give. I automatically felt the shift in energy and I was like, oh, okay. And so she back. felt it, but I didn't. And I, I had I nothing. I said absolutely nothing. You don't nothing. have to say anything. We have, how many times have we been, I can feel you, Justin. I, I can w- feel you. The thing was, I wasn't even judging you. I just laughed because I was like, what you're trying to argue me was that oh you get up i have accepted <laughs> that you're not going to help monday okay listen. so i don't hold, hold on i, I have hold gotten on up. and i did say i'm not going to get up on, uh, early on mondays to set up anymore we got to do it sunday but hold on l- l- let me finish what i'm telling you is i've accepted that your help on monday is not dependable no i have accepted that right. i'm not holding that so against had you I. no listen <laughs> But you wanted to fight me and say that you can help me Mondays. And I said, I don't need your help Mondays because I, I got it no, by myself. I so want when your you, help hold on Sunday. Let me finish my All thought. Right, finish, finish. So what, I'm, what you are saying is that you are feeling something that I didn't even put out there. I told – I've counted you out for over a year on Mondays and have, and have made peace with that. Completely made peace but with why counting we you out just on Monday. Set up on Sunday. I don't like the one. The truth is, the reason why I don't like setting up on Sunday is because I want to enjoy all of my Sunday. <laughs> I don't want to think about the show. I don't want to start setting up the show and then come in and see it. I don't want my. I don't want to look at equipment when I wake up first thing Monday morning. I don't like the the the, the tone that it sets right. for me going to bed. I don't like it. Okay. I don't want to walk into my living room and so see Mondays a studio. Are, or sorry, Sundays are a non option. I don't like it. It just okay. it shifts my energy and it's like oh here you go like you got to go get ready to record and like start your your week. I want to and fully enjoy my break and, and vacation of sorts. So that's why I don't set it up on Sunday. So I've made peace for over a year that you're not going to help me Monday. And I think I'm still, I just, I listen. feel guilty. I feel guilty about not being able to help on, on Mondays. So your guilt, you then are yes. putting it on to me saying, I think you are a worthless piece of shit. Yes. That's what I want you to get to this point of understanding yes. why we're having this conversation. <laughs> yes. You are creating your own thoughts. But I just said, let's do it on Sunday. Because I, we've established mornings are not where I'm going to excel. Like, they're just not. I don't, I'm not like, okay, rise and shine and get to work right away. I, I, I just, I've never really been that person. No. So I feel like if the show is set up and all we have to do is sit down and record, I can, I can get with that. But it's hard for me to, like, get out of bed, set up the show. And you're saying I don't need to worry about that, but then your energy doesn't feel like I don't need to worry about that, that. This is what you guys don't understand, is that when the show is set up in the morning, Joy is going to sleep even longer and get out of bed later, and we're still going to be running up the same time crunch that we always have. It does not solve any issue. You understand that, right? It solves nothing. Absolutely nothing, because you're not going to adjust your behavior. 
but maybe make me feel better. Yeah, so, so this is like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> this whole conversation is absolutely ridiculous. It's so annoying what, because I'm I I recognize I'm being unreasonable. Like I I I am being unreasonable and in, in innocence, but so are you. But you have a reason behind. I'm not being, being unreasonable. I just create you solutions. Could just set up on Sunday, but you you have a reason why you could. But I can set up to. on Monday and still be ready before you. 95 out of 100 times. But then it just, I feel like because you say like teamwork makes a dream work. So I can't, I want to be a good teammate. So I'm like, okay, this is how I could be a good teammate. And you're like, but But I I could do it better by myself. But it's also knowing that your teammate's not a good three-point shooter. So I'm not going to kick it to you in the corner with three seconds left to hit a game-winning shot. I recognize you, but if you're cutting to the basket, I know you're going to make a layup. So as a good leader, I'm going to put you in positions to score. I'm not going to leave you on the perimeter to hit a shot that I know you're not capable of making most of the time. Why? That's okay. It have to be a basketball analogy. Of all things, we just talked about how I do not understand that game. But Literally, I'm, we just talked about it. But our uh, listeners but I, understand I basically it. understand what Is it, I'm said. not. I'm not putting I you in you. positions. You're not putting you in a position to fail. No. But I'm not going to fail if I do. I'm, okay, never mind. Joy. I'm not going to fail. <laughs> you, I, I have no ground Your track, rather, your track record has said. Exactly. Your track record does not defense, speak to that. You guys, and I know this isn't a solid defense, but today I thought that I was up. You know how you have that bath, that dream, like you get up and you go to the bathroom and then you turn on the light and you realize, oh, shoot, I wasn't up this whole time. And then like you wake up again and you go, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. And then you fall back asleep. And then anyway, I had this whole dream that I got up. My dog was still inside. And I was like, oh, I thought your dad took you for a walk. Like, it was, just, it was a whole thing. But anyway, I thought, I literally thought that I was up. <laughs> and then when I heard you come in, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not awake. <laughs> yeah, what, what blows my mind about this, this whole conversation is, is again, I, I know that I move and work differently. And I understand if you're my friend, more importantly, if you're my spouse, my wife, you're going to be like, Justin, I need you to calm down. And I, I, I don't have a turn off switch. I don't. Joy knows this. Right. I don't, I do and not I think have I'm an off switch. I'm just needing to like readjust to that energy. But you do on weekends tend to chill out a little bit more. I, I do, I do but relax. But it just felt like, oh, it's Monday. Like that's, that's the best way I can. So, no, so again, but what I'm saying is I know that I, I move at a pace that maybe not a lot of people. So you're move okay at. with me not moving at that same I'm pace. completely fine with it. And, and I, I've told you that so many times. I carry. A load, and and I'll speak again to let, let's use the the finances for a, a a second. I know we've we talk about using the finances a lot, but there we have the budget in place. If the budget gets blown, if it, it overspending happens, I am the one who naturally makes the adjustment to make sure that we aren't screwed. I do ask Joy to take things into consideration. But there are times where she may take it into consideration, but we need something or things are piling up and it's, and it's unavoidable. But I'm still the person who is going to absorb all the blows. I'm, I'm naturally that person. And I, for the most part, when it comes to the functioning of our household and our marriage, I take those blows. And I'm willing to open myself up and be that person. I'm not judging you for not being that person. You feel that, but though. that was why the other do you thing feel that? I, I need you to acknowledge the blows that I'm taking too, because I acknowledge your blows. You do not acknowledge my blows. You you're more like I'm taking all these blows and you're sitting pretty, and I'm over here like, but I'm getting blown up too. And you're like, not like I am. That's how I feel. That's how you. That's maybe how you feel, but that's what's not true. And then we need to talk. If that's how you feel, then we need to sit down and really talk about it. 
we talk about it <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, so Joy had made a comment of saying she wanted me to thank her for holding down the house. And I said holding down the fort. Yeah, ho- <laughs> holding, holding down the house, the fort, the same thing. And I and I looked back and I was like, no, I, I didn't thank her. But it, in, in my mind, I was just like, oh, she's got it because it's her house too. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't think anything extra. But if you if you feel <laughs> that that is something extra that you have to do and you want to hear me thank you for that work, I have no problem thanking you for that because if you feel you need that, and again, this is not me being sarcastic, disrespectful, but if you're like, this took a lot more than what I'm used to. Yeah. On top of everything, I want to be appreciated for that. I have no problem appreciating that. I, but like, come and tell me that. Yeah. Like, not throw darts and right hooks and jabs <laughs> at my chin at seven forty-five in the morning. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, apparently, I need words of affirmation too, which we discovered that that is one of your love languages. But apparently, like, it's higher up on the totem pole for me too. I just need to know you see it, but I just don't think that you do, and I don't want to have to tell you to appreciate me. Like, it's too much. I, I know that you appreciate me. I'm not trying to be dramatic, but like I appreciate specific things. And I and I will say I am guilty of of doing a lot. And because I'm doing a lot, I tend to ignore the little things that are getting done, but that are still important to the the, the team. They yeah. are, and I I can admit that I, I I do sometimes get get blinded by my plate that I don't see the other plates, but I do understand that those other items are essential to the household function. So for that, I apologize for not having my eyes open as much. I can do better on seeing outside of my periphery, but don't think it's a, a ma- it's not me saying, oh, Joy, you're a worthless piece of shit and you don't bring anything to this sack. household. Sack. I'm, whatever. You said worthless. So now you're trying to say sack to make it softer No, a worthless sack of shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> worthless sack. Okay, got you, got you. I feel like a sack is more than a piece, you know? <laughs> so, so I'm I saying, need you to understand the weight at which I was feeling it. Got you. So what I, I'm saying, that's not my feeling. Like, I don't want you to think that, oh, I, Joy's, Joy's absolutely nothing. I know that I got to do a lot and I'm not comparing, I'm not expecting you to do everything that I do because you're not like, I think you would emotionally bend, break and snap. And I don't want that. I genuinely don't want that. So if there are times where you're like, look, I need you to acknowledge this little percentage over here. Like, let's, let's talk about it. Why is this still condescending? I feel like you would been breaking snap, but if you need me to acknowledge the little bit that you do, that's basically what you just said. Like it's literally what you just said. Oh man, I guess I got more work to do. <laughs> you heard it. You said it. It's straight from the horse's mouth. I did. Like, like your your measly contribution. I will. I will acknowledge it. Like that's <laughs> literally. So, so my feelings are not crazy. My feelings aren't crazy. They're just not. <laughs> They're not crazy. So anyway, my husband thinks I'm useless. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It's not, I know it's, it's not, not true. It's not true. I'm being dramatic. You're being yourself. You're, you're, it's, not, it's not dramatic. I think what I look at in my head are the big ticket items. I think that's what I tend to look at in a lot of the, the big ticket items. I would say this I a lot, and, and it, it sounds like I'm making stuff up when I say this, but truly, I just think a lot of the stuff that you do is like super tangible, right? So it's like, it's, there's a lot of evidence for what you're doing. And I think a lot of what I do is not super tangible. Like you can't be like, here's this thing, like here's this spreadsheet of the work that I've put in. Gotcha. But if you were to take me out of the equation, you're like, oh shit, that made a difference. Like, you know, like I think it's, it's that. 
No, for sure. And I, yeah. and I know that. So again, yeah. I'm not comparing you. I'm not comparing you to me and, and just like you're not comparing me to you. Like I don't I don't feel worthless. Like you understand like in on our relationship It's very apparent. I don't feel you, worthless. You walk around like you're the golden child of like this relationship. Like, oh, I know I'm the man. Like that's that's But like, I I feel how how okay, how responsible are you for that that feeling? That you're the golden child? No, 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 not the golden child, but of like the or the reason why I don't feel inadequate ever is because I know I'm coming to the plate and I'm and I'm swinging every time also, I step I up to the plate. I do not shuck out feelings of inadequacy to you. You're not like amazing in every single aspect of life. One hundred percent. But I I I reinforce you with positive feedback always. Like even emotionally, I'm throwing positive vibes your way you there is no reinforcement i am my reinforcer and your reinforcer so that's that's what i'm trying to say interesting yeah okay let me chew on that a little bit but again we've already had this conversation i, I, know, but, I think we've had it on the no, show but but again you tell me you love me and i appreciate you daily uh, no, no, no. There's there. There is not a yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I definitely say I appreciate you, you appreciate more than you say I appreciate me. I, you you say more like you appreciate me and like leave it at that. And I think I'm better at saying like I appreciate that you're doing this or I appreciate you for this. Like instead of and I think just it's like in general. And as you said, like yours are some more so the intangible. So yeah. it's hard to That's appreciate fair. the intangible. <laughs> like this like how like how yeah. how do you address something that you can't quantify right. or see? It's just like the feeling. Like I know like I, I, I get it. Right. Like, but it, it's hard to to really say. And it, and it's funny you bring that up because I, I had uh, someone who I used to work with sent me a text last night and just saying, you know, things aren't quite the same mm-hmm. as they once were when you were working at this company. Mm-hmm. He was like, just there's something that was there that is no longer present within the company. And I knew that my role in that company were was those intangibles. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew it. And I don't necessarily know if the, the leads or the heads of the company recognized it. I think they were quantifying, well, here's his responsibilities. We can give those to other right. people and the same work can be done and we can go in a, in a different direction. Right. But what that person realized, and, I, and I, I know he's not the only person because it's not the only text that I've right. received, is you can't replace those intangibles. Right. And I know that I can't replace those intangibles. Okay. Like, I, I know that for sure. I've always said, well, I, I can't be the best me without you. Okay. I've said that. <laughs> I've said that multiple times. I said, Joy makes me better. She challenges me. She pushes me to a point, and, and, and not even just a point to be the best version of me, but even the way I think, the way I move. Like even this the, the whole ab challenge that we've been on, I started to get abs because of Joy. Like genuinely, and she was just like, "Okay, you're working out, but like, if you really want to get abs, like, you're gonna have to do some core." And I was like, "Man, I really don't have that much core integrated into my workout." I was like, "Bet, I got to do it." And then Joyce said, "Well, I'm gonna make this a competition," and she's doing 500 sit-ups a day, and I was like, "Well, I'm about to do 522 a day," which I was mad about. Yeah, she. But it's like <laughs> she pushes me, and I I just take what she says and I put it into play. 
So it's like, I know. You are excellent at so that. So I know for sure that I. I can't be giving away my secrets though, <laughs> next time. <laughs> it's like, I. I can't be doing stuff on the low. I know I can't operate yeah. at a high level without. You're the fuel yeah. that, that keeps the jet, jet moving. A yeah. plane can't fly without fuel. Right, At the end of I the day, just, the, the, the plane has, you need a plane to fly, but the plane in and of itself, no matter how amazing the architecture is, right. it cannot move without fuel. But I think sometimes being the fuel feels a little thankless. That's all it is. Like, nobody's coming, like, getting on a plane being like, ooh, like, is this filled with fuel? Like, nobody, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's real. So it's like, I, I think that's probably what I'm feeling. It's like, no, I know that in my heart, like, I'm an essential part of the operation. It's just sometimes... I feel overlooked. That's all. And and I think it's important too for the fuel to sometimes be a plane. And I know I I got frustrated with that. <laughs> it doesn't work for no, it doesn't work. <laughs> but I, I know I got I frustrated it, yeah. at, at my old job as I knew I was the intangible. I was mm. doing the intangibles that made things work, but I I wanted my name, my face to be more present at times, and it just wasn't. And I knew that was frustrating because I knew I wasn't just an intangible player. Mm -hmm. I had both the intangibles and the tangibles to make something happen. But how I was positioned within the company, I couldn't quite it didn't really have you, yeah. make it happen. So it did get to a point where I got frustrated. And I was like, yo, I need to go and do something else because I'm not just the fuel. Right. I'm a, I'm a goddamn plane, too. I'm a 747 monster. Yeah. Right, and I do feel that way too. I just I need I need an opportunity to soar. So I think that that's where I'm uh, I'm still trying to figure that out too. So which then that's not on you. No, we, it, we've discussed that. We have, and and I yeah. think too uh, going into this conversation is a lot of it is you know when you said I walk in, I'm the man when I walk through. Yeah. Is I have a, a ridiculous high level of confidence and. It is not warranted a lot of the times, but I'm not going to let you or anyone else know that I'm not as confident as when I do something. I walk into anything and everything with the utmost confidence, even when I don't know. I and do I think know that are, about you, and that's why like, I mostly believe you when you say things, but also sometimes <laughs> I don't trust it. I'm like, okay, is he really thinking this through, or is he just saying what needs to be said because that's what needs to be done? And, and for the most part... You can operate like that because you are going to get it done. I'm gonna get it, and there. But there's, I'm not that person. I'm the person who has some warranted <laughs> co confidence, and then, like you know, time comes. I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, well. <laughs> I, tr I, I, I trust my work ethic, but I also yeah. look at the psychology of it. If you go into something and you believe you can and truly accomplish yeah. something, you're you're going you're going to do it. And so it's like it I lead. I but yeah. true. But I can couple that with my my work ethic. I right. know, I know that it's you it's going I, to happen. You're oh, I won't an sleep. Excellent habit former. Like that's where you win. You win. I've I've never seen it before in action. Like somebody really like okay, I'm putting this new thing into my routine, and you know, six months from now, I'm going to see the fruit from it, and I'm not going to stop. Like you, that's you're excellent at that, and that's all it really takes to succeed is you know consistency. I mean, even with our show, like you. I mean, I, actually, our show isn't hard for me to be consistent with anymore, but I think it took me like a year to get used to it. <laughs> I'm serious. Like now I would feel weird if we didn't do it, but it took me a year. And I think for, and I think that's most people, it takes them a while to adapt to a new schedule and you just adapt immediately. And that's, that's your strength. Yeah, it is. And, I, and I've always been like that because mm -hmm. in me, it's, oh, I can improve, bet I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to make that change. Yeah. My, I have a hump. I have a, a very <laughs> big hump. <laughs> to overcome so but let, let's let's work i don't i don't i know you said that you you are the fuel 
and you you want your your time to be a plane. Like you want to be the seven forty seven. I just want to be sky. thanks for being the the fuel from time to time. Like and, hey, and I, thanks and, for getting us to this destination. And like, I have no problem doing a better job of acknowledging <laughs> that. And if I have failed in acknowledging that in our relationship, you failed in acknowledging that, then I will I will do better and recognize that and and verbalize right. that more. Because even if I don't verbalize it, I do feel it. I'll do well, a better can job. Can you just of, shoot that energy towards me instead of like the inadequacy? <laughs> Because I just think you know what but it a is. But part too? of that feeling again, I think, I, I think you're, you're putting too much. You're putting too much responsibility sure. on me. I I am for, for in this specific scenario, yes. But in general, no. I disagree. <laughs> All right. There, there's there's we a there's a level. I'm just saying, but there you I'm can't you can't blame. Can't yes, like, like, you uh, can't just blame. Also, Justin. I could like speak up and be like, listen, you're doing the thing again. And I'm like, okay, well, like, what am I doing? Okay, let's talk about it. Like, you've t- I am phenomenal at adapting. Yeah, I have done just, it consistently right, within our marriage and our relationship. Okay, Justin, you're phenomenal at adapting. I'm not. This is not. This is not you an are, ego stroke. I know. I just told you. I just went on this whole thing about how amazing you are with your habits. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I, this is what we have to deal with. You know, baby, just fly. Damn it, just soar. I'm trying. Come to. on, let's just soar. I am. I am soaring. Like let's just fly. soar, baby. You don't need permission to soar. No, I don't. So soar. I, but I, I have never asked for permission to soar. Not once. I know. And I'm not going I to just ever don't have ask equipment permission. right now. Right now, I am fuel, and I'm okay with being fuel. I just want to be thanked for being the fuel. Okay, I, w- and I will give you that. And then when it's time for me to be a plane, I'll have to get fuel elsewhere because I don't feel like but you're you, about to be my fuel. <laughs> but look, you got the equipment too. You got the equipment. Right. You just got to piece I'm it together. I'm building my plane. I'm, yes. I'm currently building my plane. I had a plane, and then it got old. So then I had to switch it up. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. This analogy could go on forever. But I have something that I want to leave you all with that is random and has nothing to do with this conversation. (laughs) Earlier this week, I was having a conversation and I said, what is an animal that starts with the letter N? And to to make the challenge even harder, it can't be like a a descriptor. Like, okay, the example that was given was a naked mole rat, rat. No. Not a descriptor, like the animal starts with the letter N. That's your challenge for this week. <laughs> I don't know why it's hard, but it is. And you cannot Google it. I don't have an answer right now, but I think that right. I think that the way you just ended the show sums up you My life. in a nutshell. <laughs> yes. Just sums it up perfectly. Here's all of this. I'm going to talk about the animal that starts with an N. Yeah. My brain just is My fuel, baby. That's my fuel, baby. Thank you. Thank you for allowing it, for forcing us to think outside the box. You're welcome. Thank you. See? That's that's all I need. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Our listeners are like, what? (laughs) I really wanted to get that out there this week, though, because I want to know if people can think about it. And also, I think it's a good thing to, like, share with your friends. It gets people thinking. Again, thank you. Thank you for bringing (laughs) that level of thought to this conversation. (laughs) I appreciate it so much. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review with an animal that starts with an N. And, of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) 